0: Hello and welcome to Beer and Money, a financial fireside chat for professionals. We work to simplify your finances so you can enjoy your life. Now here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins.
1: Everybody, welcome back to Beer and Money. I'm your host Ryan Burklow, with me, my co-host, Alex Collins, everybody. Hey, Ryan, how's it going? Good, good. Um, for those of you who are new to the show, uh, we appreciate uh, you checking us out. This podcast is all about helping professionals like yourself simplify their finances so you can enjoy life and and build what you want to build. For those of you who are returning, uh, you I think you like Alex's sexy voice, which is the main reason why you come back. Uh, But hopefully you also come back to a little bit of the value that we're bringing around finances. And, uh, you know, we're building on several episodes lately. And the last episode, we spoke into having an asset that's not tied into the market. And what that what that looks like, what type of asset that could be. So if, if you're if you are new and this is your first episode listening to us, we would advise you to go back and at least listen to the previous episode to this one, um, because in this episode it'll probably make a little bit more sense for you. Um, for those of you who are just tuning into Alex's sexy voice, it is pretty darn sexy, Alex. I'm a little bit worried about you, Ryan. I'm a little bit worried. <laughs>
2: is is the uh, the the stay at home
1: starting to get to you. Is that is that what's going on there? It could be that, could be my children. It uh, could just be me losing my mind or the combination of all three. So um, <laughs> let's 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 jump in for today's conversation before we already go off the, the deep end here. So as I just mentioned, last episode was talking about an asset that's not tied to the market. This episode, we're going to discuss what that asset allows you to do. In your early career, early to mid-career, uh, your late career, and we define late career career as like five to ten years um prior to retirement, and then retirement. Yeah,
2: it and we'll we'll walk through it's we were walking through our discussion ahead of uh recording the show, and it was just kind of hilarious that we were like, oh yeah, well, here's what it allows us to do in this time period, here's what it allows us to do in that time period. Oh, and they're pretty much all the same. It's just slightly different takes.
1: Yeah. So here's the three takeaways we want you to, to to take away from today's episode. Why would you want an asset that's not tied to the market? Well, it provides liquidity. Allows you to stay in the market. And then lastly, it provides extra confidence. Those three and each one of those stages of your career will be different. But the takeaway yeah. is still the same for all three. So let, let's jump into the those of you who are earlier in your career or call it mid-career, in, in between there. Let, let's talk about providing liquidity. What does this asset do for liquidity purposes? Sure. So
2: just recently had a uh, first conversation with a, a prospective client who was saying that they they really don't like carrying much in the way of, of dollars sitting idle in their bank earning well, as one banker or client of ours once put it, zero point nothing, and it's kind of been that way for the last decade or so. And so, like you and I have done enough podcasts talking about liquidity that hopefully folks either have listened to it or can go back and listen to some of our podcasts that talk about why liquidity is important. And and like we totally get the idea and the concept of of having dollars sitting idle, and at the same time by having a vehicle that provides that that as you put it steady eddy guaranteed growth and at the same time still getting some rate of return 2 3 4% rate of return you know maybe even being able to push 5% in even in today's marketplace that provides a tremendous amount of confidence the ability to to stay the course with uh, the rest of our investments and not freak out about what's going on in the, in the stock market. You know, most of our clients have told us, we, Hey guys, we've got 10, 15, 20, 30 years before we need to access this money. We're not worried, but it provides that extra bit of confidence to stay fully invested in the market. And it also provides that liquidity. Like if we need money for whatever reason, we've got access to dollars, And we're not going to pull it out at a time when the market's down and down dramatically.
1: Yeah, it's kind of the the oh crap fund it it can serve for. It can also serve for the opportunity fund. It can also, as you were just describing, when we have an asset that we know is going to grow and the market is having a downturn, are we really concerned about the market as much? It provides that extra confidence in, well, I've got other assets working for me, so I don't have to worry about having to tap into the asset that's going down. Exactly. So, uh, staying invested in the market. So, um, let, let's jump into the the next stage of of life in terms of career, and it's it's more of late career, right? So five to ten years to retirement.
2: Yeah, and th- so these are the folks where, at this point, retirement is a, is on the horizon, and they're starting to try and figure out like, okay, how am I going to turn these assets? 401k IRAs, what investments whatever else we've got how am i going to use this to replace my my income and in times like this there is oftentimes that oh crap and sometimes people use a different four-letter word like what happens now do i have to work longer
1: poop poop is that four-letter <laughs> word
2: uh. There's, there's a great Billy Madison quote It's <laughs> right there. Um, so it's, uh, it's that, okay, how does this affect what's going on and how do we, how do we change our plans? And if done properly, nothing should change about our plans and, and having an asset that is outside of the market. So it's not being affected by the market volatility and provides extra confidence to allow us to, to have the ability to stay invested, to know that things are going to work out in the long term. And, and heaven forbid, if we need to, you know, have liquidity, we, we lost our job. We've got, you know, some expense that pops up that causes us to need a whole bunch of money. The, the kids move back in, or the kids are asking for help with rent or college or whatever else. Like we've got the ability to pull dollars
1: from an asset that hasn't just been put on sale. Yeah. And let's just add a, a caveat to the, and not even a caveat, maybe a disclaimer uh, to this conversation. I don't want people to think, cause even I started thinking about, we're not telling you to put all of your money in this asset.
2: Oh, 100%. Right. No.
1: We're talking about financial balance. We want money invested in the market to capture or or have the opportunity for the rate of return. We're all, we're bringing in an asset that is, as Alex has stated, steady Eddie in the background. And what that asset allows us to do, it allows our other money to work harder for us. And, and it allows everything we just said, liquidity, staying invested in the market, confidence. It has our money work harder for us, which in turn compounds and so it's having your assets be as efficient as possible, whereas most people will compare it to if we have asset A and asset B, and asset A has the opportunity for a high rate of return, and asset B doesn't have an opportunity for a higher rate of return, but gets a low rate of return of Steady Yeti, most people tend to go for option A, and that's just comparing all of your money in one or the other. That's not what we're saying. Correct, and that's actually a great segue
2: into the the third segment, retirement. So this is where we actually create an income stream, and the existence of that, you know, that guaranteed asset or that asset that's out of the out of the market and is just the turtle, slow and steady, plodding along, doing the you know, gaining a little bit every day. Well, that allows us to treat those assets differently. You mentioned about other assets being more efficient. Well, this allows that efficiency to actually take place instead of now trying to take a, a stable income stream out of a volatile asset, which is inherently unstable. Like That creates a big issue. Now, if we've got something in the backstop, in the background that that'll, that provides a backstop so that If things don't work out the way in which we intend, if things, if we wind up with any one of the 50 plus variables that affect retirement go wrong or or go unexpected, you know, something like rate of return is bad the first couple of years, or we have higher than expected inflation, or any of the other factors, well, now we've got a safety net. We've got a way to create extra income to. Not worry about the market volatility, and honestly, in the like, if we experience downside market volatility, one of the things we might do is well, we might choose to pull money out of that asset that has gone up and preserve the asset that has gone down, allow it the opportunity
1: to come back. I would, uh, I'm going to use the word flexibility in the fact that you couldn't do what you just said. Well, you could, I guess. So you, I should never use the word you couldn't because there's always the what-if scenario that Alex loves to pull out. However, yes, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is if you have all of your assets, and in this case, we're to use an example of, let's just say all of your money is in your 401k or your IRA, right? And you're pulling money, the interest-only type of approach. You're pulling money out of that and the market's going down. Do you have the flexibility to do what Alex just said? Nope. Probably not. You're probably not going to be excited about that. Whereas, if you have different assets that are correlated differently, different with the market, what does that allow you to do? That allows flexibility, right? You may not, maybe you don't do anything. But the fact is, is because you got that money sitting in the background, you don't care as much. You're not actually looking at the market every day. Well, my favorite response and reaction that you had to this
2: was when you are going through your RICP class. And you came in the next day after having read the chapter and you're like, Alex, the chapter I read last night suggested that people should reduce down their standard of living in retirement if the market goes down. Who does that? Can anybody actually do that? And we had a nice long, you know, half hour, 45 minute discussion about it. and, And like the answer is no, like that's not gonna happen. You're still gonna continue to pull money out of your investments. Uh, you're just pulling effectively more dollars out because you're now selling things on sale. That's, that's just not, not good
1: economics. Right. So I mean, I think we've, I hope we've gotten the the piece across around having an asset that's not correlated to the market does not have you be less efficient in your, in your portfolio. It actually has you become more efficient, more confident and more flexibility throughout your working years and non-working years. So kind of a cool concept, and it's not just a concept. You can actually look at how that actually plays uh, into into play there. So um, again, let's do a quick reminder here, Alex, that the the three takeaways that we want them to have for this. Sure.
2: The three takeaways are that having that non-correlated asset will allow you to have extra liquidity, like extra choice in terms of where your dollars are coming from, uh, it allows you to to have the confidence to to continue to to do what you need to be doing and three, it allows you to to hold on to that strategy and to continue investing in the in the market with the component of your portfolio that is in the market as you well put this is a balanced approach it's this is not all of your money in the market or all of your money out of the market. it has to be a balanced approach.
1: We hope today's podcast was valuable for you. We definitely want to make sure that if you got any value out of this, if something piqued your interest or something that you haven't thought of before, share it with a friend, share it on social media, because we're pretty sure that if you got something out of it, you probably know someone that might also. That's the whole point of this podcast is, is sharing information to have you think about your money differently so you can enjoy your life. Alex, do we have a question of the day?
2: Yeah. I mean, the question of the day is really just asking you guys to interact with us. We went through a really relatively complex conversation in a short period of time. So I'm sure that something that we said challenged you. We would ask you to reach out to us and just start the conversation and ask the question, whatever challenged you, let us know and let's, let's dig into it. And, and maybe that becomes a future podcast topic. Maybe it just becomes a half hour conversation. But let's dig into those things, uh, the, uh, the the yeah, buts.
1: So head to beerandmoney.net. And if you scroll down to the bottom of that page, that's how you can interact with us there. And other than that, we hope, again, today was viable for you. And make sure you have a good day. Cheers.
0: This podcast is for informational purposes only. And it's not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only in conjunction with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and the are not affiliated with or endorsed by the government Security Program or Quantified Training Partners, in the community stated therein. Guardians, and police agents, and employees do not provide tax credit, or legal your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities LLC, OSJ 2331 Boulevard, Claremont, California 91711. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, Umbra, FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian, Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, new York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Clonified Financial Partners is not an or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian.